0: Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Bunty's Barbell Babble. This week I'm going to be going right back to the barbell. Thinking about the gym, how I got started and why I got into powerlifting. I hope you enjoy. I got to thinking about um, going to the gym this week uh, because I seemed to have injured my shoulder. Um getting really quite painful in the evenings and it got me thinking about it was, it's perhaps really the first time I've I've ever had any major pain um, since starting at the gym um, luckily and I thought I'd tell you all about my journey into the gym um, and some people still look at me now as if uh, when I say to them I go to the gym three times a week and they look me up and down and you could just see. well really you sure? Or are you just imagining it? But no, I mean, a lot of you will know religiously I'm there three three days a week. So my journey started about four years ago now. Um, I was a smoker. I was smoking anywhere between 20 and 30 cigarettes a day. I was on the tobacco as well. Uh, I used to, It was a spray I used to get and spray the tobacco so it tasted actually a bit nicer, nicer than what it normally would be um so i had a i had a go at that and i realized no nope, i gotta stop smoking so i quit smoking and as usual you go to the doctors and they said right okay then steph let's start on your weight i was like oh brilliant knew it was gonna happen at some point i was at that stage where i just dreaded going to the doctors because at any time when i went it'd be all right let's do something about your weight and it was like oh really but this time was different This time, and we're going back to 2019, so pre-pandemic, or PP, um, 2019, and I thought, okay, I'll give it a go. Um, I was suffering with quite bad dizziness at the time, so my idea to go out for walks in my lunchtime was a bit dodgy. My boss was saying to me, he said, Steph, he says, no good idea for you to go out, you know, in the lunchtime, and, you know, I work in Pentwin, it's not, you know... It's not the nicest area. I mean, uh, we've had... uh, We see the police helicopter more than what we do at any sort of police car. So it can be a little rough, shall we say. So he didn't really like the idea of me, you know, sort of doing it. I said, well, look, I've got to do something. I've got to do something. He said, well, tell you what, he said. He said, there's a gym on the other side of Waitrose, he said. It's called Gym Vision. And I'm looking at him. I said, "I said, Tone. I said, I've done gyms. I said, I've been there. I last three weeks, and that's it. I'm done." And then I end up you wasting money for you. He said, "Just try it." He said, "I know the owners. He said, they're really lovely people. It's like a family." So full of, you know, really quite, um, not a lot of confidence. I went over on a lunchtime, and I managed to walk into one of the lunchtime boot camps. And I also walked through the wrong door. Um, in my defence, I hadn't even looked at it at Google Maps, so I didn't have a clue, actually, which door I was supposed to use. And I can remember coming through the door, and, of course, the rowing machines are literally just inside the door, so I nearly tripped over them. And Andrew, who was there doing the boot camp, bless him, he came running over uh, I said, you know, can I help you? I said, oh, yeah, I'm here for a look around. He said, well, you know, tell you what, he said the door is just down the road just there. I said all oh, right so it was a wonder I actually still went through the door but I did uh Andrew who I didn't know at the time was uh, the owner and uh he sort of showed me around and just sort of said well this is this he said uh, do you want to come in for you know um one to one and I said yeah okay I said I'd like to come in Sunday my plan was to start on the Monday um whether it's right or not, I was gonna start on the uh, very early on the Monday. So I met Mike McCarthy, who was literally built very large, very big guy, and I think he sort of looked at me and thought, "Yeah, you ain't gonna last long. You're gonna be one of those. It's gonna be a couple of weeks and you go." So he gave me a program which I stuck to religiously. Uh, went three times a week. And I will admit, those first few weeks were really, really hard. But I kept at it. I was 30 stone when I walked through those doors. So I was determined to do something. So I carried on. Uh, a few weeks later, the routine or the programme that Mike had set me was starting to get a bit stale. And as I, got, I went to get water one morning, I, I met a young girl and um and she said oh you're here more than i am and i said oh yeah i said I do three t- days a week she said well i'm a personal trainer she said you you're here more than me and uh, she introduced herself as casey and casey was a personal trainer with uh the company at the time called that girl training uh with two other personal trainers and specialized in women's fitness so she spoke about know what she did and I was genuinely interested and I said how much so she told me and I was like right okay let's have a go so the plan was for Casey to give me two programs which I would alternate Uh, so do one on the Monday one on the Wednesday and then go back to the first one on the Friday and she asked me she said you know you're okay with coming to the gym I said I'm fine coming to the gym I said just tell me what I'm going to do I remember telling her at the time, I said, don't put me on the treadmill for 20 minutes. I said, I'm not going to do it. If you're going to give me anything like that, or the bike or the cross trainer, I said, I'm not going to do it. I said, I'm going to walk away. I said, I need for it to be made interesting and fun. So that was her challenge. And boy, did she live up to it. So close to nine months, she was training me religiously. She kept in touch with me. I'd see her run the gym. And she said, you know, keep going, Steph. And she really did introduce me to gym life, as I call it. The sad news came after Christmas where she told me that she was moving to Essex. Um, that was where she was from. Her girlfriend was from Wales. So she was moving to Essex to be with her family and taking a girlfriend with her. A little bit of me was heartbroken because Casey had done a hell, of a, lot of, um, a hell of a lot of work with me and changed my mindset quite drastically in a very short amount of time. But I saw it as an opportunity and I started thinking about what I wanted to do and what I wanted to concentrate in. And Casey, up until this point, had started uh, putting in some weights. So I'd done deadlifts. Uh, I'd done some squats, not a lot of bench, to be honest, but I had done a bit. So I did a bit of research and I was interested in a sport where you could have bigger women competing. And I came across uh, someone called Bonica Brown, a woman in the US who is uh, a, a larger than life powerlifter. And she is part of the super heavyweights, powerlifters. And what she can lift is absolutely amazing. I then realised that there is a community. There is a community of bigger women who do powerlifting. And what I found was that this community, although small, was starting to grow. So I started going to the powerlifting side. But then, as we all know, the locks came down. And COVID hit, so we had the pandemic. So for that first, I think it was five months the gym was closed. Casey Blesser did um, Zoom calls with me. She gave me a program, and she kept me going in lockdown. The first week of lockdown, I actually I I was really upset. Uh, the gym had become my friend. It had become my safe space and my happy place. And I missed it. I had made friends, I could go in there and say, Morning, morning, all right, how are you doing? Have a joke with people and really enjoy my experience there. And for someone who would literally run in the other direction if you said anything about a treadmill, then that was pretty good going for any gym. To be honest with you, Andrew and Francesca did do online uh, sessions. Uh, every day I think at that point and they did us proud they did their members absolutely proud because they kept us going nobody knew what was happening we, I mean when I was put on furlough at work I thought it was going to be about what three weeks and I'd be back in four and a half months later I, I went back so a lot of change in that first few months but looking back now I'm actually really proud of myself that I kept going okay it was only with a couple of weights and a couple of resistance bands but I did keep going And anyone who did something during those horrible months where we really didn't know what was going on and we had an illness going around the country, then I think we should all be proud of ourselves for that. So come August, uh, I said to Casey, I said, I want to go into powerlifting. So she said, right, you know where to go. And there started my journey with Sabrina. Sabrina competes in powerlifting. And by an odd twist of fate, Sabrina knew someone I used to work with, Tanya. And purely by that and realising that I was going into the same sport, I was really quite chuffed with myself. And I I said to Sabrina the the one day, I said, oh, you know, do many bigger women do this? She said, yeah. She said, it's one of those sports. Uh, She said, you know, it's all accepting. Well... Those first couple of months were quite tough because if, if anybody out there who's powerlifting, you know, you, you, you have these three lifts and the intention is to improve on those three lifts and get your form absolutely perfect. But come Christmas, me and Mrs Mack, my friend and partner in crime, um, sort of gave Sabrina a bit of a curveball. And we both decided to do Wales Strongest Woman last year. And the reason I giggle is because the day that we actually decided to do this was the day that Boris shut us down again in uh, the winter of 2020. So Sabrina then had the challenge of not only me, but Mrs Mack as well, and trying to come up with a programme that we could cover with Wales Strongest Woman, but literally have very little equipment. Mrs. Matt managed to get her hands on a lot more stuff than what I had. At one point, I only had adjustable dumbbells and inflatable gym ball. That was about it. Uh, I remember Sabrina actually dropping off a slam ball to me so I could practice with that, you know, sort of lifting the stone to my shoulder. Uh, well, not the stone, but the ball to my shoulder. So not only is Sabrina really good at powerlifting, she's also really good at actually sort of coping with her clients' swerves and their needs and wants so bless her for that. She really did come up with that and helped us. And she was there actually on the day cheering for us. And whilst for me it was an experience, a really good day, and I met some really great people who I hoped to interview on Babel at some point, the sport's not for me. I, I like regulation. I like knowing what I'm going to do. And so I turned straight back to powerlifting. So in September last year, I was proud to join up with Super Training Gym in Cheltenham for my very first competition. But when I say competition, in powerlifting, it's more like a meet. So yes, you can qualify and you can qualify for British or uh, other competitions. But the majority of the people that are there are looking to get or gain on their PBs or personal best. And that was what my goal was. I'm not looking to be a champion or anything But when you're at meets you have support there That you can get numbers that you really want to get So first came the first hurdle Was trying to get the squat You get three attempts on the squat And I believe now that I went in too high I could not get the depth on that squat And I, I could get down like get up. But part of my brain was saying, you're not going to get up. You're not going to get up. You're not going to get up. So it was almost as if I couldn't push myself down into the bottom. And that was three. So I failed on all three. I was gutted. But strangely enough, the rest of the day, so the next one that came up was bench. Much better on that. And I managed 55 kilogram. And deadlift after that, I smashed it. So anybody else who would say to me, oh, you did really well, you know, it was your first competition. Me? No, I was kicking myself inside. I was kicking myself so I couldn't get those squats. So Sabrina, again, was given another challenge to improve my squats, to give me the confidence to be able to get down in a squat and be able to lift that weight back up so it could be racked. So we trained again, we had numerous uh, problems with COVID and things like that, but we still trained. And I planned for the for the Winter Cup, for the Welsh Powerlifting Winter Cup at the end of January. Sabrina's one of those people that, she don't shout at you, but she can look at you and you think, uh-oh. But the one thing she said to me was that, she, and, and I, sometimes I complain about my, my programme, And I complained. I said, you put this, 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 and this. So, for instance, the prowler. Uh, And I think she put pin squats in, which is where you've got to actually come to a full stop when you're doing a squat. Oh, ugh, horrible. So I actually had a rant at her. Uh, I said, oh, well, why did you put all these on one session? I said, you hate me or something. She said, well, one, she said, you're the one paying for the programme, so if you've got a problem, you tell me. Completely right. And secondly, I still know you're going to do it. And I realised something at that point. So even if something I absolutely detest and hate, if my trainer asks me to do it, I'll do it. Because I know that she's got my back and she is working for my own best interests. She also knows what I'm capable of. Even if I'm stood there thinking, I'm not going to be able to do this, not going to be able to do this, she's still there. And I can almost hear her in the background saying, come on, Steph, I know you can do that. I may only see her once a month, but I know that she's always got my back whenever I need it. So it came to the Winter Cup, and I was really pleased to have my friend Mrs. Back there, who unfortunately herself was injured, and still is, hopefully not for long. And she was there shouting and cheering for me. She videoed every single one, and she was immensely proud of me immensely proud of me and she is another who I've met in this journey that I've had who has my complete back and like I said we are like partners in crime so there's both of us at one point my plan is for this is for Mrs Mack to be a, a guest co-host because when we get together we're normally always laughing so it it could actually detract into something um, quite hilarious actually But yeah, Mrs Mack was there. She was pulling my socks up. She was giving me squashies, making sure I was hydrated. And the squats on that day, I got two out of three. I was really pleased with it. 85 kilogram, which is not the heaviest I've actually managed to squat. But I got it. I got down and I got up and I passed. I may have had one red light, but I still got it. I was so proud of myself that day that the bench and the deadlift seemed to fly by and before I knew it the, com- the competition or meet was over but I had those squats in my hand. The only sad part I'm feeling now is that probably tomorrow I'm not going to be able to do my squats but I will still be going to the gym and I'll still be doing something. So in that in my mind it's still a success and whilst yeah, it would be nice to stay in bed after half past five tomorrow morning I am going to get up I am going to get in my car and I'm going to go to the gym. And that is a testament to absolutely everybody who I've met. I got some fantastic friends at the gym and a very big thank you to Andrew and Francesca who have built such a community in their gym and welcomed me and others into that community and just made it as normal as possible for me to go there and not get ridiculed or anything else. I know what I have with my gym is rare, but I do believe that there are gyms like it out there. Perhaps you might feel at home at a big-name gym or a franchise gym. That's fine, but I'm not one of those people. I like a community, and I like one where I can say hello and sort of just chat away to somebody there that's, that's there almost as regular as me. But essentially, that's been my gym life. And I hope it continues for some time. I hope you've enjoyed. Take care.